Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Mind and Body podcast. Today, I have a very, very special guest, Serena Poon. She is a Reiki master. She's a celebrity chef and a nutritionist. Welcome, Serena. Thank you so much for joining. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited that we're doing this. Yay. I know. And as I was uh, preparing for today, I was like, how did we meet? I was racking my brain. And then I remembered that I had reached out to you for a couple articles that I was writing for Active. And then we just stayed connected. And I love your energy and your genuine nature. It's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. No, I, I'm so, it, you know what? It's so funny because I was thinking about that myself and I couldn't, I thought it was something for an article and you know it's just it's one of the beautiful things about about social media you know and about the ability to connect with people directly um just through these different platforms and I love that 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 opportunity has brought us together so so agreed agreed and so um you know, I was like, how can I work with her? And then so funny during the pandemic, you pop your name popped up in one of the wellness. I can't remember under which uh, platform, but um, I joined one of your workshops and it was so informational on like um, your style of nutritional coaching and how, how COVID has directly impacted you and your family. And so I just wanted you to come on and share exactly what it is you do and then segue into sharing how COVID has impacted you directly and how and how you've seen the silver linings in that impact. Yeah. Okay. I'm so happy to chat about that. And it seems so timely, especially right now as there's, you know, things are changing again and numbers. Yes. Um, yeah. So what I do is I, I do several things, but my practice that I call, you know, I call it culinary alchemy. It really is this fusion, you know, this combination of integrative and functional nutrition, um, a lot of education, clearly, since you, you said I'm on a workshop, and you know, um, a lot of education around food and supplements. And, you know, because it's integrative and functional, the background comes from traditional nutrition and, you know, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic and holistic nutrition. And I combine it with healing intuitive energy so because i'm a reiki master mm-hmm. i work with energy on a regular basis and sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with food at all it's just it's just uh connecting that energy from source and and directing it into an area where i feel that there's need and so i've i kind of i combine that you know that modality in with the nutrition and the education to really create programs and protocols for people and that they can use as a guideline to really achieve optimal health and optimal healing. Uh, So that's basic, that's my practice and that's what I do. And so everything around that is almost like a support system for Mm -hmm. that. So whether or not it's the products and Serena loves uh, my primary, you know, my like umbrella brand website or just add water um, mm-hmm. All of these are just tools. And, and even the lives, you know, the lives and Serena Loves TV and podcasts, they're all tools to really just help people add to their tool, their toolbox, you know, their kit for, for self-care and for health and wellness. Yeah. And I feel like people don't realize how empowered they are if they have the right sources to refer to or, or have those sources to educate them. So 
I, I tell you, Serena, after 40 minutes, I was like, oh my God, I have like pages and pages of notes. So <laughs> I love it. I, I definitely think you're dishing some good stuff for people to absorb. Um, Yay, so I love how, that. <laughs> makes me how have thinking. you directly been impacted by, um, if you care to share, by COVID and how has it, and what silver linings have you seen from that impact? Uh, so yeah, no, I'm happy to share. I I actually got COVID, as you know, at the very beginning of all of this, you know, back mm-hmm. in March of this year. Mm-hmm. So my sister and I had gone to a really big charity gala, actually. Um, and it was the very end of February, February 29th. And there were thousands mm-hmm. of people there. And it was a beautiful event for a, an incredible cause, you know, raising, raising money for, for children. And about nine days to the dot after that, my sister got sick. She started coming. She started having a fever. And, you know, we all the things we do, we work super hard um, and, and we love it all. But, you know, when we were trying to put together everything, we were part of this charity, obviously, we, you know, didn't get as much sleep as was optimal and right. we were running really hard, which a lot of us have a tendency to do, especially as entrepreneurs. And so our yeah. immune systems weren't already, even though we're super healthy, like not having enough sleep or rest and just charging forward for, for a week straight, um, you know, our, our immune systems probably weren't at the 100% it may normally be at. And Elena, my sister, got sick. Uh, and so mm-hmm. and so this was before LA shut down. We're over here in Santa Monica, Los Angeles, California. And and it was about a week before before the governor had shut down the state. And so, you know, it was a time that there was a lot of there was a lot of confusion. There's a lot of fear, anxiety, chaos, panic. I mean, there were people that really truly thought that this was the apocalypse. If you had gone yeah. to the stores, I mean, toilet paper was just one thing, and pe- we kind of <laughs> joke about it. But I mean, the shelves were empty in these stores, yeah. even if you weren't stocking up. Um, if you were just out to get normal groceries, uh, so that was when we first had it, and I started to, to develop symptoms you know, when my sister started to feel better. So maybe about two and a half, three weeks in to her, her, her journey with COVID. And then I ended up having completely different symptoms, but I had it for much longer. So I would say that start to finish, I probably had it for about eight weeks. So, oh my gosh, Serena. Yeah. Yeah. I had it for a while. Um, you know, I never had the super high fevers that she had, Poor thing had a mm-hmm. fever for like 12 days, you know, between Ooh. 100, it got up to 104, it kind of hovered around 100, 102. Um, I had, you know, my body temperature runs lower. So I had, um, you know, I didn't have high fevers like that. I, I only hit 100 mm-hmm. maybe once, but I had some respiratory issues. And then I ended up having some, and still actually have a little bit, uh, some of the long haul issues, you know, some of the neurocognitive mm-hmm. Um, side effects and sometimes the fatigue. So, you know, I would say that, and, and it was absolutely a journey, you know, especially at the very beginning when the resources were much less, right? Like now, yes. now you can go and you can get, you know, IVs and you can get, you know, like a vitamin C drip, you know, you can go get a booster shot from your health and wellness center. You There's so many things. I mean, you can go see your doctor, when we were right. sick, you couldn't go see it. There was you, the doctors were closed, you know. And yeah, the they ER. were <laughs> Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, there really wasn't much that you could do except 
except really, really take in what you had at hand, what you had in front of you. Really use whatever resources you had, which was the food that you had access to. And even if, it, you know, ideally fresh farmer's market food, but if you don't, all food of frozen foods are great. Just whatever you had and even pantry staples, you still mm-hmm. get value out of that. And, you know, people, so it's easy to forget, you know, and then of course, just having that energetic connection with the food and how you deliver mm-hmm. that energy and that frequency back into your own body for healing. And as well as those of the, of the ones that you love, you know, to your family members, that's incredibly powerful and empowering. And then, and of course, you know, you know, supplements and vitamins. And I know that there were some that were sort of, you know, again, sold out like toilet paper at the very beginning. But just having that knowledge and awareness that it's we get vitamin C not just from vitamin C ascorbic acid. You know, we get vitamin C from right. different superfoods and 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 other other fruits and vegetables that we can get in a dehydrated form. And so, and so we really just healed at home. We healed at home with these resources. It was all holistic. Um, there were a few things that we did, like. We learn, we nebulize like, you know, glutathione. I wrote a few articles that I share. It's, yeah. it's on my links, you know, in my Instagram, which I share. And even now I'm sending out these links daily because there's so many people that are sick now. Um, yeah. But, you know, what I learned, what was in, in silver lining, it wasn't just a silver lining. I felt that it was, it was almost like that little nudge that, that most of us need is, is just to remember, first of all, that our bodies are our temple truly. Mm -hmm. And that we so often take it for granted because we don't think about having to breathe. You know, we don't think about waking up and getting out of bed. Like we don't think about our heart beating. We don't think about these things that our body just does for us, that our body just Mm -hmm. takes care of us and it's completely automated, you know? And so it was that reminder to remember that your body is your temple and you've got to honor your temple, but also the importance of, of our, of nutrition and our immune systems and how we really have the ability to, to take, to empower ourselves and our bodies, you know, it's, it, we don't, we, we can do that ourselves on a regular basis, even just with meditation and breath work and just creating the space to allow ourselves to just, allow our bodies to just reset, you know, and rest and heal on its own. So it was COVID, you know, not just for us, for my sister and I, I mean, the experience really, I really took the experience as an opportunity to learn everything that I could to kind of gather all the data from our experience and to share that because we had it at the very beginning. So kind of, you know, everyone after us and since has really been able to utilize those experiences and the information and what I've learned from it. And I share that. And so, you know, that's been a blessing because I've been able to help so many clients, friends, just our community, just people, um, help, you know, navigate them with here are the things I, I used and took, you don't have to use all of them, but pick and choose, you know, these are all the things. Um, but to also know that, even though COVID, they, they, you know, anyone can get it, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. You can be young, older, healthy, not. Like, it's really not – it's not super picky, you know. COVID, yeah. COVID affects pretty much anyone. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that it's, it's a death sentence. And it doesn't mean that it's something that's going to shut you down 
permanently, Mm -hmm. you know, or in a long haul way and that, and that there are resources at your fingertips and you can really help your body heal through that. So it was a great message and reminder to a lot of people who had access to my platform um, and were able to see that because we worked. I mean, I did a lot of my lives. I was so sick with COVID at the time. (laughs) I know. I was like, oh my gosh, this woman's amazing. And you didn't look tired. You didn't look anything except when you went, and I was like, oh, that's what she's talking about. She's recovering right now. Oh my gosh. Um, It's so funny. I look back (laughs) at one of the first lives that I did on my IGTV because we didn't, we haven't obviously launched all of them since we cleaned them all up for replays, but I look great in one of the first ones. You do. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I I look at that. I'm like, oh, I look so great. I should take that down. But I thought, no, it's it's a good reminder for me and for other people. Like, uh, this is what I did while I was sick. I look great. I just absolutely don't look or sound like the way I do today. But that means that what I can do, anyone can do. You know, there's there's nothing exactly. genetically special about me. I'm just using, utilizing what we all have. And so we all can do this. And I think that that's the yeah. most important message in all of this. You know, in, in what I do, it's it's a constant message for what I talk about and, and my just my messaging, my brand, my mantra, but just for all of us, you know, especially as we go into yeah. this to another wave. It's just that like we fully have the ability, the resources, and we're fully empowered within ourselves to find a solution and to heal. Um, and I think it's so Agreed. important for people to remember that. I love what you said when you were describing your experience was finding empowerment through food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so many people have, um, they struggle with their relationship with food, especially if they're on a turbulent wellness journey. How, in what ways do you encourage clients, your audience to find that empowerment? Like how, especially someone that's a novice that has no idea about anything healthy or not healthy. um, What what would be like some, like your top three starter tips or top three ways you can start finding empowerment through food? Uh, It's a great question. And first I would, at first it's a mindset thing. First of all, the one thing Mm -hmm. that everyone needs to remember is that you get to choose. Like, you choose. You have full, sovereign control. And I don't like to use the word control, you know, very often. But, like, I know that people understand what that means. You have full, sovereign control Mm -hmm. over what you do and what you put into your body. So, you choose Mm -hmm. what goes in. You choose what you drink. You choose. And And so, that means that you actually have all these incredible options. You know, when people are thinking about how to shape shift their health, their wellness and their lifestyle and these choices, you know, all of a sudden they have restrictions in their mind. You know, they think that they've got mm-hmm. to take away all these things. And when I'm working with a client, I, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Like, that's not how I work. We don't take away, we add. You know, what are the amazing things that we're going to add? You know, like, what are we going to add to your body that your body's going to just soak up and love that's so good and so nourishing, you know? And, um, And so that's really my philosophy. And so if there's certain things that let's say, let's say someone is just absolutely married to dairy and their body doesn't love it, right? And it's just something, it's a comfort. It's what they grew up eating. And so I'm like, okay. Let's, let's, let's break down. Let's figure out why you love dairy. 
you know, like, what are the reasons? What, what does, what is this? What do these foods do for you? You know, how does it make you feel good? Like, what, what are, what are the associations that you have with it? So we can start with that, right? And then at the same time, like, let's say it's something that's strictly just, you know, from like a taste perspective, from like a, and, and it's not like a memory. Okay, so how can we mimic that? Like, how can we give you that same flavor profile? How can we give you that same, that same experience, you know, when you're eating from a culinary perspective? And it doesn't have to be fancy. It's just like, how can we give you that same experience, right. but we're just not going to use dairy? And so we're swapping, you know, we're swapping and adding. We're not, we're not taking anything away. And then, and then going back to culinary alchemy and really understanding the energy that you're putting into your food and your body and that connection that you're making with the food, um, it changes everything, you know, when like now you're looking at, at this, let's say it's, let's say it's a vegan cheese, you know, now there's so many amazing plant-based options for cheese. And this is, this is now your substitute for the dairy that you've grown up eating and loving, you know, like, let's think about all the, Mm -hmm. all the things that's in this product that's going to do so much for your body more than just like the taste. And so when you're connecting with that, all of a sudden it's different. Like your body's receiving a gift. And so you're going to get the nutrients yeah. in a different way. Your, your digestive system processes everything in a different way. Um, and so, you know, it's a combination of that. It's a combination of mindset and knowing that, and knowing that you're adding to your, to your lifestyle, you know, you're adding to your body and, in that perspective, things actually taste different, you know, and keeping it simple. I'm always talking about eating the rainbow. And that's, um, that's because we've got all these incredible nutrients, vitamins and minerals that, that we get when we collect from the rainbow of foods. And so if you can't remember to eat it every single meal, just like throughout the course of the day, did you hit the rainbow? Like that's going to change your whole day, you know? Love that. Oh, I think your approach is so approachable because I think sometimes people psych themselves out like as a mindset and movement uh, expert, you know, they already talk themselves out of the exercise or they've already talked themselves out of journaling. And I think the way you go about it as well, you just make it so easy Mm -hmm. um, and less daunting or scary because people are scared of what they don't know mostly. So um, which leads me to um, the part of your career that you being a Reiki yeah. master. And I discovered Reiki um, with my second pregnancy. Um, I was trying to get pregnant. I started doing Reiki section, uh, sessions and then I continued to use them throughout the pregnancy because um, I was pregnant during COVID. So I was concerned and um, a bunch of other reasons. So how did Reiki come into your life and how does it interplay into Serena's company, you know, into Serena loves and just add water or your clients or in however way you. Yes. Weave it well, in? I mean, I really weave in Reiki into everything now. Like, even, I mean, yes. even if we don't talk about it, we're weaving it in, you know, I can just, even if I'm just having a, a, a consult with someone, you know, there's, there's definitely some Reiki happening. Um, so, so Reiki really came to me. It was, you know, it's definitely a part of my journey and my journey, everything that I do has been a part of, of my journey through the ups and downs and the challenges and, you know, definitely a lot of pain points as well. Um, I'm not sure if you know, but I've had eight surgeries. 
No. Um, yeah. So, so my journey began with my parents, you know, they both had cancer at a very young age. You know, my, my daddy left us like, you know, he was 48 and then two months after he passed, he had had liver cancer. Um, my mom, our mama got sick and she had, um, a rare form of ovarian cancer two months after my dad passed and she's okay with, she's still with us. You know, she, it was aggressive, but clearly stress induced, obviously, like, because my daddy was so sick. Mm -hmm. And then also I feel like he was, he was her angel, you know, Mm -hmm. just looking out for her. So she's, you know, she's fine and she's great now. Um, but that was the really, that was the beginning of my journey. That's what made me dive into, you know, food as healing and nutrition and all the different ways we could help the body heal and looking at plants and herbs. And, you know, they were drinking Chinese medicine teas and, but still doing allopathic, allopathic medicine as well. And so, you know, along that way, you know, my, my priorities shifted, actually not even long, instantly my priorities shifted to, taking care of the people that I love and make sure that they were healthy and happy. But I left myself out of that checklist, you know, mm. and I did that for a long time thinking that as long as I worked hard and I sacrificed and everybody was okay, I was happy. And that was going to be that, that that's all that mattered. And so self care and self love, you know, now self care and self love clearly are themes in everything that I do. And it's the slogan, you know, for just add water, simplify your self care. Right. But, but it's because of that journey and learning that like you can't sacrifice yourself for the sake of others because then you're unable to continue to, to love and serve and help them. And so in that process, I developed some, you know, so much inflammation in my body that I had all this damaged tissue internally that I had to have removed. And after a surgery to take out this tissue, um, I, I got MRSA, MRSA, which wow. is a deadly staph infection. So that became an eight and a half year journey where I had eight surgeries to try and get rid of this MRSA. And meanwhile, I'm active and I, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm active and I work out and I lift and I'm, you know, um, and obviously my health and I'm like, I look like I'm a perfect example of what a healthy lifestyle is, but internally my baseline wasn't what it should be because I have this, I have this MRSA that's like constantly kind of like active and then not, and then active and then not. So in that process, I, you know, I had eight surgeries and after my fourth, um, I nearly died. I mean, there, there were two surgeries that, that almost happened. My fourth one was, was really pretty scary. And I had a massive hematoma 12 days post-op. So I lost all this, I lost all this blood. And you know, what's so interesting, Nadia, is that I, I knew I lost about two liters of blood. That's what the doctor told me. I never looked up how much that is. And that's like a third of the blood in a human body. So it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's the things that your mind does to protect you and, Mm -hmm. you know, to, 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 um, to protect you. And then also to like lead you in different directions where you can process. So, you know, when that happened, I, it was, and I prepared for that surgery, you know, I was plant-based and I was super clean and I was working up, up till like the week of, and, you know, doing all the right things. And then here's something that 
uh, you could not have prepared mm-hmm. for, you know, mm-hmm. that happened. And, and I was very fortunate that I, you know, had some amazing clients that had access to, you know, a surgeon that's basically, it's like a trauma surgeon too. And, and they saved me that day because it was, it happened so quickly, but that experience left me unable to use the left side of the upper left side of my body for months, you know? Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't use my left arm at all. Like it was, I mean, it's a healing process when you lose that much blood. And then of course I had to have another surgery to repair things and then another surgery. So, you know, when you get to these moments, you're, you know, when we talk surrender, right? Like you're, mm-hmm. when you talk about what it means to surrender, and that means like you just have to kind of take a look and take a look at what is present in your life and what's happening right now. And then you ask yourself, you know, like, is this how you envision your life? Is this, is this like, do you have faith and, and trust? Like, what is it that I had envisioned my life to be? And it was definitely a really tough time. I mean, it was really dark. I'll, I'll be really honest with you. And I was working with um, a healer that I had been referred to for, by a, a really dear friend and her family, you know, saw her in uh, Santa Fe, New, New Mexico. And I'd only talked to her over the phone. And mm-hmm. I was talking to her, you know, kind of like how we treat therapists sometimes, like 911, you got to call them, you got to get a session. <laughs> you know, I wasn't right. being committed. You know, I wasn't committed like how I am with my diet, how I was with, you know, working out. It was it was these 911 calls to this healer. So I finally made the commitment after, you know, I had now, I had had, it was maybe two, three months, two and a half, maybe it was two and a half mm-hmm. months into that day with that, when that hematoma happened. And then I had to have a couple surgeries and try and heal because I was so, had lost so much blood. And so I was in this dark space and feeling very much like a victim, of course, because the mm-hmm. circumstances had me feeling that way and really not knowing what I was going to do with my life. I mean, the, I'm a chef, you know, at that point I was, right. I was, I was a chef and I needed my, I needed both my arms to cook and provide for my clients. And I made a commitment to just talk to her on a regular basis. It was like every three weeks, whether or not I was having a good day or not a good day. And in that process, I also, I also looked at what was going on and realized, wait a second, you know, I, what am I, what do I, what do I do all of this for? Like, what's, what's been my purpose? Like, what am I, what's been my mission? And from the start, it was it was finding, helping people heal and live optimally because of what my parents had been through. And it was just that reminder that I can still do this because I was doing it, you know, with the foods and with the nutrition and all of that before this happened. And so that's when I decided to open up, you know, like just, uh, just a nutrition consulting that asked that, that part, that pillar of my company and it was incredible. You know, I just, I just dived into just doing that, not even being able to use my arm. And I ended up signing um, some really big contracts. And it was it was an incredible way to to end my year. Once I started, you know, I was able to use my arm again. It took about six months. But in that time, wow. you know, I was working with this healer 
stuck to my every three weeks. And after about eight months, this is before the year even ended, I, d- I had already signed a couple, you know, one huge contract and a couple smaller ones. She said to me, you know what, I think you're ready. Because she, you know, we go through after the session, you know, what she saw and the different the different healings or blocks or things that she work on, she'd worked on. And I, and I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, I think you're ready. I think you need to come out and, and see me. And she basically wanted to bring me on as an apprentice because she's like 70 and, you know, she thought, she said, you know, she's when she ascends, she wants to have someone to send her clients to. And I was, and I thought, what? what are you hey, you're like my master I don't know what's going on like I right. no like no and so and so it took about four months and finally I I flew out there and I'd never met her before we just talked on the phone she's like 70 so it wasn't like it wasn't FaceTime you know or right. I didn't know how she looked like nothing and I flew into right. Albuquerque she came and picked me up and like I don't know what the those big cars are. They like Lincolns or it's like a big old car. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Big heavy long. Yes. So he picked yes. me up, and we drove out to Santa Fe, and I stayed with her in her home for the weekend, and she taught me everything that she did that she knew. She taught wow. me everything, and it was, it was incredible, and at the same time so overwhelming because that was my mm-hmm. first real experience. Um, and so, and so when I came back, I was sort of like, hmm? hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. You're still there. Yeah. So, so when I came back, I realized I needed some structure, you know, and this was just Noelle's way. This was her method. It was just the way she did things. And I realized I needed some structure and I decided I would study Reiki because at least there was like, you know, there's, there was more structure to Reiki and, and I kind of needed that structure and those guidelines and, you know, certain tools and, um, just ways of, of teaching in, and you go through, you know, Reiki one, two, three, and the mastery. And I kind of needed that structure to really understand what it was that I was doing because at the end of the day, you know, energy work, no matter which method or modality or style, the goal is the same. You know, you're, we're all doing the same thing, whether it's Reiki or Pranic or Theta or, you know, I also do quantum touch. I mean, the goal is the same. And so, cause it's all energy. Okay. So that's when I started to study Reiki and I realized that it was that missing element to really full whole body wellness. You know, we talk about mind, body, soul, but are yeah. you, how much are you nourishing your mind, body, and soul? And in what ways are you? And so you can have movement, right? You can work right. out right. five days a week and have a great diet, but but there's something still off and maybe it's not working with your meditation, you know? And so and so I just learned through my own process that like this was the magic that was going to pull it all together wow. and started doing it with my clients. And that's a super, super long story. I apologize. No, it was, in, I was, I'm like listening and my mouth is open. I'm like, Oh, what's next? Like, it's so <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but I feel like even though you had to go through that horrible experience to bring you to your destiny, so to speak, like that missing element that, that you needed for your company. Cause like, I feel like it just all came together. Like, Again, I'll refer back to that workshop. Like when you talked about, um, I think you talked about uh, using Reiki on food. Did you talk about that? Yeah. And I was like, what is she talking about? And it's Mm -hmm. so funny. The following week, I met a girl 
um, she did a painting for me and she rate, she did a Reiki on the painting. She's like, I hope yeah. it brings you blessing and joy for your home office. I was like, what? So I felt yeah. like this, it just opened up a whole new world for me and I, and I get it. And yeah. I love, I love that you do it. And I love that. Um, I just feel like if people are coming to you for nutrition, they're, they're not just getting that they're getting so much more. And I think that that's so awesome. Such a beautiful gift. Thank you. No, they definitely are. They're definitely getting a lot of Reiki too, you know, and in so many ways. And um, I'm really grateful for my journey. You know, every aspect of it has been has been a gift in a lot of ways because you know challenges bring us gifts. You know, like and and I oh, and I think it's Tony Robbins that said it right. <laughs> like that they, you know, every every challenge truly is a gift, and and we're we're like opportunities come from obstacles. And mm-hmm. so that's really what this whole year has been for a lot of people. And it's just whether or not you want to look for it. And and oftentimes it's right in front of you, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, and, and, and that's really about being in your own kind of sovereign energy and sovereign space. So when you're able to create that space around you, whether it's through breath work or meditation or maybe you're journaling or reading or just listening to music or you go to your walk for half an hour or 15 minutes or whatever it is, you lock yourself in the closet away from your kids for 20 minutes, <laughs> whatever it is, you yeah. know, like when you're in your own sovereign space, when you're in your own sovereign energy, all of these, everything comes to you, you know, like you, it's, you, you can see beyond the dimensions of what's very kind of 2D that's in front of your face because you're not, you're not being um, influenced by media or other people's opinions or, you know, perceptions, you know, you're able to kind of take inventory of what really is, you know, like, what is, what do I know for sure? And then you realize there's so much that is, and there's so much that you know for sure. And there's so much that's positive and beautiful. Then you focus on that and you can create. Question. And and we'll probably have to end after this, but we might have to do another one. I don't know. But... (laughs) Uh, as you're talking, um, I was trying to think, I, I was listening to something about mental blocks and people being blocked and people knowing that they're blocked. How do you know if you're blocked? And if you don't know, how can you discover it? Like, how does some, how does one know, like if someone says, I never get the job I want or whatever, and they actually are just blocked, how would they even know? Well, if you, so first of all, like our thoughts are incredibly powerful, right? Like we know this from so many, for everyone from Bruce Lipton to Joe Dispenza to, I mean, so many people. And now there's actually scientific proof that shows us how our thoughts channel energy um, and we're all energetic beings. So your thoughts are incredibly powerful. And that's, that's like take inventory of what you say. What are the words that come out of your mouth? Because they're the sounds that they're voicing your thoughts. So Mm -hmm. something that I've, you know, implemented with my team um, in the last few months are just, are those, the power of your words, you know, the choice of words. So it's so easy to say, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so overwhelmed. It's, you know, I've got so much going on, but like, think about what you're saying and what that means and, and the energy that that's driving that. Right. If you're busy, doesn't that mean that you're you're really full? Like you're mm. you're 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 and when you're full, you're in abundance, right? Whether it's an abundance of work, or opportunity, or friends, or 
even if it's meetings, like imagine having none. So, so it's, you know, that would be one of the first things, like just, just check in with yourself. What is it that you're saying? Because what you're saying is what you're thinking. And like, what's the energetic charge? What's, what's the feeling behind that? Is it something that's bringing you abundance? Is it an abundant thought? Because if it's not, then it might be something where you have a block. You know, is it a worry? Is it a fear? Most, most of our feelings can kind of be like bluntly put into two categories, right? And so think about what it is that you're saying, you know, the charge behind what you're saying, the energy behind that, and think about, and, and, and do they reflect your thoughts and what are those emotions behind it? And of those emotions, they either serve you or they don't serve you. And right. that's a really good way to just kind of like check in with yourself. Like, do I have a block? Am I blocking myself? Is there something right. else blocking? You know, like, because it's something, it either, your thoughts either serve you or they don't serve you. And then you can kind Love of look it. around, you know? So. Love it. I hope that was helpful. Um, yes. And very, <laughs> and simple and easy and tangible. I love this. Thank you so much, Serena. You're I so welcome. so much about you. Why don't you quickly share with everybody where they can learn about, I see that you just launched Serena Loves TV and all that good stuff and, um, where they can keep up with you on a regular basis. Yes. So thank you so much for that. Um, well, Serena Loves TV, we've had, um, we shoot, we shot it in studio, but now it's really kind of, we've morphed it into these IG lives. And so you can find everything on my Instagram, which is Chef Serena Poon. Uh, that's C-H-E-F-S-E-R-E-N-A-P-O-O-N. And you really, you'll find links to everything from my Instagram. You can also go to serenaloves.com, the website. You'll find links to everything there as well. So you'll find Just Add Water, you'll find the IG Lives and Serena Loves TV and YouTube, Facebook, podcasts, all the things. Um, you, you can just go to one place. The Instagram account will probably be the easiest thing to do. You'll be there for hours, ladies and gentlemen. There's so much good stuff there. Thank you so much, Serena. I really appreciate you. You're so welcome. I appreciate you too. And thank you everyone for listening. And thank you for just joining us and sharing space with us. I really appreciate all of you. Thanks. And we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Okay, bye.